0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read Attorney General Opinion MW001. Today we're going to talk about that which overlaps with obscenity law, disorderly conduct law. So get your disorderly conduct law hat on because we're going to go to the place of excitement. This is one of those cases where the individuals in question this is represented by Honorable George McRae wants to know what the Attorney General thinks. When I read the book Legal Research How to Find and Understand the Law by NOLO NOLO recommended going to these Attorney General opinions. To me They often seem unnecessary because the individual in question can do the research themselves, but for some reason they don't want to do that, so they write to the Attorney General. I can look these cases up myself, and I have done that countless times for this podcast. So someone like me, who's not even an actual lawyer, can do it. So can these judges and lawyers. So this is his question. It says, quote, You have requested our opinion regarding the constitutionality of Article 4201 a one A I of the Texas Penal Code in light of the United States Supreme Court decision, Acker versus Texas 430-US-962-1977. The statute in question states, A. A person commits an offense if he intentionally or knowingly, I, used abusive, indecent, profane, or vulgar language in a public place, and the language by its very utterance tends to incite an immediate breach of peace. End quote. Have you ever used abusive, indecent, profane, or vulgar language in a public place, or even in a private place? Let me know what you think about that. If you have done that, if you've done it in a public place, someday you might have to fight disorderly conduct in the courts. So get ready. God may call you, my friends. Like in many other of these opinions, they cite Supreme Court cases, Texas court cases, that tell how these laws have been interpreted. They cite here Acker versus Texas, Gooding versus Wilson, Chaplinsky versus New Hampshire. We did a podcast on Walter Chaplinsky of Chaplinsky versus New Hampshire. They also quote, they also cite Jimerson versus State. Ultimately, they conclude that all these cases rule that this part of the Texas statute for disorderly conduct was valid because it has to be fighting words for it to get in trouble with this law. If what someone says is not deemed fighting words, then they're not in violation of the law and we can't prosecute. As they state, quote, The United States Supreme Court decision in Acre versus Texas 430-US-962-1977 did not invalidate section 42.01-AI of the Penal Code which relates to the use of abusive language, end quote. It also re- relates to indecent, profane, and vulgar language, not just abusive language. So what do you think about that, friends? Unfortunately, this didn't represent... A clear victory for our side. However, we can take some consolation in the fact it didn't broaden powers to restrict language. Because if it's only fighting words, that's a lot of things that you can get away with. So that is on the good side. Otherwise, get yourself ready because one day you might have to fight disorderly conduct in the courts. Get inspired for that. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.